Hello, this is Amida Switlow. I left Uganda when I was 15 years old, and I'd like to share my story on the last day in Kampala, Uganda. Long ago, far away, but it could have been just yesterday, a CIA agent saved my life. You wonder how that could be. Well, here's my story. I was watching television in Uganda with my family. It was the news and we always came together to listen and watch. We had been through a revolution, independence, so there was always caution. we were always cautious, always on alert. This time on TV, someone pushed the news anchor aside and sat in his place. I was young, so I may not remember the exact words, but this is what I heard. This is Idi Amin Dada. Because of recent discoveries, you Indians have 90 days to leave this country. We had seen him give back our businesses after Milton Aborty took majority shares away. We liked him then. I was giggling when I saw this, but my parents were on the phone already chatting loudly. Something was really wrong. My mum was going to Canada that day. She wanted to live there, a place of stability, a place where her kids could get a good education. Now she would have to wait. It was chaos. Ninety days to leave. What would happen to our homes, cars, bank accounts, property and businesses? And for me, what would happen to our dogs? We soon found out day by day with new Idi Amin announcements. The government was freezing bank accounts and stopping the purchase for anything but one-way tickets out of Uganda. The most humiliating of all was counting us at gunpoint like cattle, grabbing our passports, separating family members. I was terrified. My family had befriended an American. I babysat his children, who went to my mother's nursery school. He was concerned about the army raping Indian girls and knew that there were three girls in the family. He said he would help us. He asked for our passports and told us that my sister and I would be in the U.S. soon. What? The U.S.? Why would could a history professor do that? He came back in a few days with an acceptance letter from the University of West Virginia, a U.S student visa for my sister Munira, an acceptance letter and student visa from Medford High School for me. This was unheard of. How did he work his miracle? We were refugees. Why did the U.S. agree to a student visa when we didn't have a home to return to? Those of you who have been refugees know what I mean. If I bribed someone, if he bribed someone, we might have to pay a bad price. He asked, and can, we asked, and he candidly said, I have connections, don't worry. We had only days to leave, first my sister. We never thought we would be seeing the U.S. When it was my turn, I had to fit everything into one suitcase. I was 15 and had never been away from home before. We had moved to an apartment because our home was opposite a new concentration camp. The dead or dying prisoners were often tied to the fence and mutilated. This was, there was always gunfire and my family moved to a safer place. This last night in Kampala, I looked out the window after hearing gunfire. 
and saw a man in the apartment opposite me get hit and fall forwards down to the street. I didn't wake anyone up. I stared and then hid. I was packed. I was leaving. The next day we went to the airport and my parents handed me bangles, necklaces and earrings. This was amazing jewelry, 24 karat gold. I had never been allowed to wear this stuff and here was my mother giving this to me. She was always such a realist. This is for you. Take it and keep it safe for when we meet again. At this point, the army guys were everywhere and I had to go into a secure area in the airport. The baggage examination began with the cutting of my stuffed dog. Yes, silly me. I took a stuffed animal instead of something important. Nothing was found in there after, and after they destroyed it, handed it back to me with a smirk. Open this suitcase. Phew, nothing. Go to that room and undress, said the soldier, and I did. An officer came in and examined me and took off my jewelry. You are allowed only one bangle. You have two bangles. You have then glued them together. You also have two necklaces. You are not allowed. The next moment I heard a gunshot and the man disappeared. I had heard an English girl wail because they were searching her things. Her father had become alarmed and rushed into the area past the guards. They had shot him and the girl was screaming. I dressed, went to the desk where the soldiers had left my jewelry and grabbed it silently. Just then the boarding announcement was made. Flight 707 leaving for London. All passengers should begin boarding. I grabbed my stuff, exited the airport and started walking to the plane. I saw my family for the last time in Uganda standing on the balcony of the airport waving. I stopped, turned back and yelled, I got the jewelry, don't worry. My mother put her finger on her mouth, my signal to shut up and board the plane. I did. I began a long flight to my brother's place in Hamilton, Ontario for a brief reunion. He was studying at McMaster and had been there for a year. Once I left, excited but nervous for Oregon, I was going to be staying with a wonderful family. The CIA agent's brother's family were to be my new family. Mary Margaret, Brian, Mullen, Brucey and Peggy. They loved me and took care of me and were prepared to adopt me if my parents didn't make it to Canada. I, had, I made pocket money from cooking Indian food. By the way, I never cooked in my life before. I babysat and even sent money to my sister in West Virginia. I was bumped up three grades and lived from day to day. I wanted to go home. My parents had made it to Vancouver, but the Canadian consulate in San Francisco said I couldn't join them. I sat in the consul's office and pleaded until they stamped my passport and I came to Vancouver. 
we were reunited, all but my sister Munira. This wonderful country had sent planes to Kampala and processed my family. We were landed immigrants. We had lived. Many years later, at a small luncheon with Pierre Elliott Trudeau, I told him my story with tears in my eyes. He told me he was proud to be a part of my reunion and said, You Ugandans have only added to this country. I am proud to have been part of this vision where a pluralistic society can thrive. After all, we did get the best, didn't we? Then he surprised me by saying, So tell me more about the CIA agent.